welcome to Her North Podcast. Her North is a sister brand to Compass Rose that is focused on creating a community of positive women to share, learn, and grow together. Listen in as we interview women from all backgrounds as we navigate through this journey called life. Hello, Her North listeners. This is Hannah Pira coming at you still from quarantine. <laughs> and we have Kelly Somerville with us today. Hello. <laughs> so, um, because we just restarted our podcast series, a lot of our <laughs> listeners don't know who you are, Kelly. So, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I joined the Compass Rose slash Treehouse slash Her North team um, in about August of this year. I left my super crazy stressful job to do something that was a little more fulfilling. Um, and I just called Hannah one day and was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to come work for you. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, she was like, um, okay, I guess. And so I did. And it's been really great. Um, personal life. I have two kids, two girls. One's 11 and one's 17, about to turn 18 in a couple days. Um, and a husband, two dogs, a turtle, and basically- a turtle? I didn't know you had a turtle. Oh, yes, you I did. I did, and I forgot, but oh my gosh, that's cool. We've talked about the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, so that's what I have going on. So I'm also working from home, helping with the blog and helping with the craft projects and online store and all that. But you're, I mean, that's a lot of people and a lot of pets and things going on at your house. So how has your family been surviving quarantine together? Um, You know, it's been interesting. So we have our good days, our bad days, our good minutes are bad minutes um my husband leaves gets to leave every day and go to work so he <laughs> we're all a little jealous of him he's on work release where you're full-time inmate <laughs> he does he gets work release to go down to the county building and work um so he gets out of the house me and the girls are here full-time um they're doing their online school every day they run kind of different schedules. Taylor works from bed on her school. She's my older one who's almost 18. Um, she probably, I'm guessing she gets up around 11 or noon, works for a few hours, and then we see her around usually two o'clock is when she'll kind of finish her schoolwork from bed and come out and join the living. <laughs> uh, Ben's usually sleeping until about 9.30, then she gets up comes to the living room, does her homework, and then we just eat our way through the day, um, try to get some activity in, and just try to all get along. Yeah, that's home, We, you know, bug him for a while because he's like a new person, <laughs> and then we do it all over again. Nice. Well, your girls are um, in different stages in their life, with Taylor being a senior this year. Yeah. How has she been doing with, you know, not being able to see her friends, turning 18 in a couple of days? Like, that's a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, it's been hard. So she has missed out on the majority of her senior year. 
So there's no prom. Um, she's in dance, so her dance season, we may have a competition or two, but for the most part, her dance season's canceled. Her graduation party's canceled. Her summer stuff she has planned, a lot of that has already been canceled. So it's been a lot. You say, you say canceled, like none of this stuff is postponed. It's just like gone for good. Um, from what we know right now, yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um, she has orientation for college this summer, which has gone to online, which obviously, for those of you who've gone to college, like the experience is being there, <laughs> not filling out the forms online. So that's been a real bummer. Um, so yeah, she's, she's naturally kind of, uh, she likes to stay at home and she likes to, you know, have her space. So that's been nice. But, you know, there's definitely times that it, hits her and she gets frustrated and misses her friends and you know who knows what her 18th birthday would have been but when you can't have it at all you you know can only envision how amazing it would have been so yeah well and I know I'll be the first to say like when all this first started happening and you were telling me a little bit about how um you know Taylor was missing out on a few things and whatever the first thing that came to my mind was you know now I'm 32 and looking back and I'm like, oh, you know, graduation wasn't the highlight of my life. Prom wasn't the highlight of my life. Um, but as I start hearing more and more stories of seniors missing out on these, I'm like, sure, maybe it wasn't the highlight, but during that time of my life, it certainly was the highlight and things I still think about, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely those memories. Like, I don't, like, was my graduation or my senior prom the highlight? Also, no. But, like, when I think about high school, it's those defining moments that I think about. Those, like, fun summer part, like, the summer after your senior is the best. Like, you're kind of, you have this new sense of freedom. You have this new, like, sense of, I don't know how many more times I'm going to see these people, so I'm just going to yeah, I don't know. It's just a special time that I don't even know if she necessarily really grasps what she's missing because she hasn't done it before. So, mm -hmm. and it's so easy to lose those friendships. Like once everybody starts their new life at college and stuff, like it's so easy to lose touch because you're not around them every day. And so, yeah, like you said, the summer before you go off to college, you're like soaking it all in and you know, if I looked back on my uh, high school career or like childhood, I mean, a lot of the people I went to school with are people who I graduated with or like went to school all through grade school. And my memories are of our, you know, junior, senior year. Um, well, and it was really hard because it was just so sudden um, Yeah, it was like on a Friday they were told they had until Wednesday of the next week and then it was still kind of like are we going to be out for two weeks or are we going to be out forever so there wasn't really a good finale to it and you know like she said she's like i've worked this long like the whole point of everything i've done is to graduate and to say goodbye to my friends and to move on to this next chapter and it's like the end of that chapter is being taken away as well as right now it looks like the beginning of the next chapter so it's just kind of a letdown when it's supposed to be this big celebration yeah. Well, she did get to close one chapter on a high note. Do you want to tell us about her um, show choir season? 
Yeah, so she's in show choir, Vocomotive, which if you live in Bemidji, you know about Vocomotive, or if you've ever been in a mile radius of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was their senior year of show choir, and it was awesome. It was great. Um, they ended on a high note. They've won more than any other team has ever won, and it just, um, yeah, they got to end their final competition on the stage, grand champions. Um, and it was kind of nice because we were supposed to have a couple of performances after that. So a lot of the kids were like, nope, we're just going to be happy. We're going to save the tears for later. We're just going to soak it all in. And, you know, they did. They had just had a lot of fun and everybody was really happy. We didn't cry as much as we had thought we would because we knew we had these other performances that then got canceled. Yeah. But um, it was just, it was good. It was a perfect ending. So then on the other side of the spectrum, Fenella is mm -hmm. younger. And so she, she's not maybe missing out on some of her last moments, but I mean, being younger, that's got to be a little more harder to wrap your head around what's going on too. Yeah. So it's been hard for her because what she's missing is that friendship interaction every day. She doesn't have, um, you know, time out on the playground or time in class around her friends. So it's been a lot of adjusting to um, give her that attention she needs because she does want somebody to play with her and do stuff with her. Um, and it's not maybe my forte 24 hours a day to be <laughs> yeah. playing and watching and playing. So um, she's, it's been an adjustment. I think I've stepped up my engagement and she's also started to find ways to keep herself entertained more, um, which has been a blessing, but it's still hard. Like I don't want her to just have to be playing in the corner by herself. Yeah. Um, but I also can't play dance moms five hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Are there any, um, you know, like we've been in quarantine for a while and I would say like now it's kind of to the point where we've accepted that this is going to mm -hmm. be another month longer. Um, are there any things as far as like your mothering or parenting that have kind of come to light during this time? Yeah. Um, so I've never been a really stringent schedule oriented parent. Um, and I think really it's helped a lot in this. Um, I've given my kids the freedom to kind of, you know, take ownership of their day and their, just even before this, just, you, you know what you need to get done. I trust you're going to get it done. I'm going to check. And, you know, obviously I'll intervene if things aren't getting done, but for the most part, like I trust you to kind of figure it out. And it's been nice because I think we all went through a stage when this first happened where it was like you're sitting there staring at the wall or you're staring at your phone for eight hours because you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I'm used to having like a hundred things to do and my kids are the same way. They're super active and super busy. So all of a sudden this like, you're just home with nothing to do has been hard. Um, but with kind of giving them that freedom, I've seen in the last couple of weeks, they've definitely like, they're working out on their own. They're going out into the dance studio. They're doing ab workouts. They're looking up new smoothie recipes. They're kind of starting to get back into that. Like, these are the things that matter to me. And I want to, even if nobody's telling me what I need to do, I'm going to keep bettering myself. So it's, it's been really cool to see because they definitely, I'm not forcing, you know, 
Jessica needs to get outside, but she's active plenty. I'm not forcing anybody to do anything, um, but they're starting to kind of take ownership of what they want to do with themselves, which is nice to see. You mentioned um, they're starting to recognize like what's important to them and then going and doing those things. Where do you think they recognize like what's important to them? Because I think that's a, uh, when you mm -hmm. talk about like emotional IQ, that's a really high, um, I guess, topic or whatever of, or score of being really um, smart in your emotional ways. So like, where do you think they can recognize that? Um, I think, you know, they've, they kind of go back to what's comfortable to them and what's been comfortable and what they're used to is dancing five days a week and having some sort of music, you know, Taylor's really big into music. So when everything first started, it was like, let's just sleep and watch TV and veg. And then I think you just start to feel like this isn't like, what am I getting out of this? And I think they started to feel that too. Like, I'm not, like, I can't just do this forever. I can't feel, like, you start to feel just lazy and worthless and, like, you aren't really accomplishing anything. So I think they just kind of started going back to what they've found has been something that's brought them happiness. And, um, yeah, just kind of found their way back to the things that brought them happiness. Taylor started playing the ukulele, and she's been, like... <laughs> really into doing that every night so That's she won't play it for anybody we just hear her doing it in a room um <laughs> which is fine but it's just it's good to find some sort of outlet have you found any outlets or ways to self-care um and find enjoyment out of yourself during this time yeah so i um i've started running which has been i don't even know what to say i would say fun but it's not fun like <laughs> Um, it's fun when I'm done. Yeah. Um, you know, the first like couple weeks we were home, it was really nice outside and I was so stir crazy. So it was a nice break. Cause I also was not used to being around my own kids 24 hours a day and they weren't used to being around each other 24 hours a day. So there was emotions were high. Um, so it was a nice way for me to just to get out of the house and the longer you run, the longer you get to stay out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> There's the motivation. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, so I just started doing that and it's been really nice and I find it just like calms me down. It gets some of that nervous energy out of me and it's been really fun lately because I live by the water and I get to see kind of the seasons changing mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it's fun just seeing all the wildlife and kind of getting out of the home. I know both you and I are really big fans of Rachel Hollis and one of her staples, I guess, um, is always to be moving your body at least 30 minutes a day. And mm -hmm. at first when she like came out with that and whatever, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have time for that, whatever. But 30 minutes isn't that long of a yeah. time frame. And like what it does for your body on the inside, like gets your endorphins going, um, just tells your body like, hey, I'm moving and I'm still alive. Um, mm -hmm. So even if our listeners aren't like, because you're doing a 10 or couch to 10K train. Yeah. Even if you can go out and like walk your dog for a half hour or just like um, we live in the woods and it's nice just to go out and like explore for a half hour and just get oh, that for sure. fresh air. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I found two, um, and I know we talked about it, which we'll be releasing when we talk to Jenna about, you know, kind of setting those habits. And I found, so I don't run every day. I try to take like at least two days off a week. Um, but I find with like my step counter on the days I run, I get just overall so many more steps in because it just like sets my body up to be active for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and on the days I don't get out and do something, it's like, I'm glued to the couch and I just, my body doesn't get in that mode to keep being active. Yeah. And with the kids too, like with the, on the days I run, you know, the eighth time Fen wants me to come watch her on the trampoline. I'm like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> on the days I don't, I'm like, I'll watch from the window. Just please. Yeah. <laughs> but just gives me more energy to, you know, be there for everybody else in my house. Yeah. It goes back to that. Um, an object stays in motion. Like once it starts yeah. and stays in motion, yeah. So then like it just jump starts your whole day. Um, so what has like this quarantine taught you about yourself and your family? Um, in the short amount of time, but it's going to be a while. <laughs> what have you learned so far? Um, what have I learned? I've learned that we all have gotten a lot better at giving each other grace and just tolerating each other's unique personalities. We all have different things that annoy each other. And if we all got on top of each other about everything that annoyed us every time, we'd constantly be fighting. <laughs> and it was like that at the beginning, you know, Taylor and Fen were constantly going at each other. Um, but it's like now they kind of have realized they're the only friends they have right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, desperation has set in. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, you suck a little bit, but I'm going to hang out <laughs> with you because I need a friend. Um, no, but we've all just kind of learned to let things go a little more and just realize that, you know, like getting upset about a little thing actually just makes the next hour crappy instead of just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna let it go. So we've let a lot more go. Um, we've found a lot more ways to spend time together as a family. So we've definitely, um, the great British baking show, three of us love it. Fenella hates it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we watch it regularly and it's just a fun, lightweight, lighthearted show to kind of all get us in a good mood. And we just find ways to kind of appease everybody. Do you think your family's gotten closer during this time? And yeah. did those, like those habits or actions, do you hope like go or like continue after quarantine? Yeah, so our family has definitely gotten closer. We were all really busy before and running around and family dinner, like on my 20 and 20 vision board, like I had 20 family dinners and that was gonna be like an accomplishment because five days a week, we're not all in the same place for dinner. Um, so now we're having dinner together every single night. <laughs> like after 20 days, you're like, check. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're done. I'm not gonna do this anymore. Um, but we've just gotten, you know, I worried a lot just with my girl's age difference that they weren't gonna have that super tight sister bond when Taylor left for college um, because they're six years apart. But this is definitely like they're, they've spent a lot of time together that they wouldn't have otherwise spent together. And I've got to spend a lot more time with them 
than I would have had it been, you know, not completely crazy times. Yeah. Um, are, there, so been, are, are there any other blessings in disguise that have kind of popped up like that? Um, my whole family was like doing P90X together yesterday when I came home. What? I know they'd like moved all the living room furniture. Um, so yeah, I mean, Bob and just everybody spent more time together and it's been sometimes me and Taylor or Bob and Fen or different combinations of us just doing stuff. If it's four wheeling around the yard or doing a craft project, we've just had a lot more time together, which has been really awesome, especially with Taylor leaving in the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, we wouldn't have had this time otherwise. There's just what it wouldn't have happened. Um, so it's been really just a special time. And I keep taking pictures and telling them that I'm going to make this Corona scrapbook. Oh, that's cool. Like every time they're hanging out, like Taylor and Ben, like I'm like taking pictures and I'm like, look at the scrapbook, guys. It's like, um, remember you liked each other at one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's just been, it's been it's been good, but I know I'm also really lucky. Like I get to be from home. Um, you know, some days it isn't great, but for the most part, the fact that I get to spend this time with them is super special. And I know not everybody gets that. Um, so I'm just trying to appreciate it for what it is and keep everyone sane. Yeah. So I kind of want to address the elephant in the room a little bit with motherhood. Um, yeah. so I hope you don't mind opening up a bit, but, um, yeah. Before you started working at Compass Rose, you were really slammed with work. You were um, a mortgage lender and, you know, with the real estate um, industry, like you're busy all the time, overworked. Your kids were in like tons of activities like I couldn't even keep up with. Um, yeah. What you guys were up to, there was always something new. Um, I think a lot of moms have just been like really busy doing their thing just kind of trying to hold it together one day at a time pre-quarantine mm -hmm. and um so maybe during this time it's like an eye-opening to like how they've been parenting or how disconnected their family is so can you just kind of share a little bit about that yeah so I um I feel like I got prepped for the quarantine kind of by my newfound job and more time that I've had with my family prior to it. Um, but yeah, like I was running around like crazy. I'd get home and I mean, I had really limited time with the family, but I needed like an hour when I got home from work to like decompress before I could start dealing with my family. And the fact that I even like call it that, like dealing yeah. with my family. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's sad and it sucked and I wasn't the mom I wanted to be. I was definitely always stressed out and I would come home and like you think that that's like the place where you could come home and like relax and let it go and I'd come home and just like look for anybody to complain about work to. Like who wants to listen to my day? Um, and yeah, I love that. <laughs> I would even say like, I'm sorry, I'm talking about this again, but I promise I'll stop. And then like five minutes later, I'd start up again. Um, but yeah, I definitely wasn't the mom I wanted to be. And I feel like part of what I did to like justify it or make up for it was like be overly involved in trying to like 
volunteer and do stuff to like support my kids activities. So yeah, I mean, on the outside, I was doing everything. Um, but like, I couldn't stand to like sit down for five minutes and like hear about somebody's day because I was just too overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So I think this has definitely like, I can say yes to things like walking in the door for my run and somebody being like, Hey, do you want to play a board game that takes two hours? Yeah. Like when before, like nobody would dare ask me that. I'd be <laughs> like, what do you think? Yeah. But now it's just like, it's just so much nicer and calmer. And I feel like we actually get to spend time as a family and have that family that, you know, when you have kids, like when you first are starting out, like that's what you envision that you're going to have is like, it's about the family dinners and it's about playing board games and watching a TV show together. It's not about running to 12 different activities and um, all the other stuff. So it's been nice to just kind of get back to the basics of what matter. And I don't feel like, you know, I think it's a good break to kind of also decide what are you going to go back to? Yeah. That's a real what things are we going to take back on? And you know, even as it's interesting because so as some of these dance competitions and different things got canceled or different events we had coming up, like I can't say we were all sad about all of them getting canceled. Like some things it was like, oh, you know what? Like this is kind of nice. Yeah. Like, did we really want to do all 18,000 of those activities in the next month? Like maybe we wanted to do 10 of them, um, but maybe just not overwhelming ourselves anymore and giving ourselves time to just sit yeah well one thing you mentioned is like you're volunteering for everything you're busy 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 and it was more like quantity over quality and it yeah. sounds like now it's definitely quality over quantity I mean which is kind of funny because you're home all the time so I mean obviously like the quantity is there but you're yeah. sounds like you're more engaged you're um you know, connecting on a different levels with the kids. Do you feel like, I mean, cause there's always, I mean, what I hear, I don't have kids yet. <laughs> um, there's always that mom guilt. Um, do you have mom guilt about how you were a mom before, or have you been able to just like forgive yourself, give yourself grace and be like, today's a new day. Um, I've definitely been able to give myself grace. I'm super easy to, like, one quality I have, I'm super easy to forgive myself and forgive other people. Um, I think, I, t I mean, I don't think it was all bad when I was working as hard as I did and working as many hours because I was really passionate about what I was doing and I cared about it. So I think I can't really fault myself too much for that. Like, and my kids knew how much I cared about what I was doing. It wasn't about making money. It wasn't about, it was just really the people I was helping. Um, but I don't fault myself for that. I think I'm really lucky to have made this change prior to Taylor leaving to kind of let her see both sides of the coin. Um, I think there's a time and place for both. I think there's a time when you can really commit to working um, a lot. I think the time was not right for me. And I think that's what caused me to be so stressed out and upset and whatever, because I've, I knew what I was giving up. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just to each their own and you learn as you go. And I mean, I've made plenty of mistakes parenting. 
like there's a laundry list I'm sure so I yeah I feel like you're gonna screw your kid up somehow so <laughs> just plan uh, for it <laughs> yeah I just try to screw it up in all the different ways yeah yeah like spread it out <laughs> spread it out um, uh, yeah so what advice would you give somebody like me so we don't have the kids yet and um god willing we do and also god willing there's not another quarantine in 10 years like, yeah. like it's easy i mean i'm guessing the type of person that i am it'll be like you just add 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 more things to your plate and without mm -hmm. like a freak of nature causing a timeout like this like what would be some suggestions on how to like take that time out or maybe check yourself along the way I would say like my biggest piece of advice um, in regards to that and parenting in general is to not compare yourself to other people because it's super easy. It's, you know, no matter how much I volunteer or how much I'm involved in my kids stuff or how hard I'm working, there's always somebody doing it more. There's always somebody doing it better. And it's just, it's, you're never going to win that battle of trying to be keep up with other people you really have to just decide like what are my family values what do i care about and that's what i'm going to stick to your kids are going to fight you along the way your spouse may fight you along the way but you just have to know like if this is like envision what you want and then go in that direction and you know it might mean like i remember one um instance we were like going to a dance competition and we spent stupid money on dance and i'm willing to admit that stupid money but we were going to a dance competition and uh, but some families were staying at this like water park hotel which was like twice as expensive and we weren't going to have time to go to the water park anyway because we were dancing at this super expensive dance competition yeah and you know, my kids were pissed and they were like, well, everybody's staying here. Like, why can't we stay here? Why can't we? And I'm just like, God, I could so easily just, it wasn't about the money. It was just like, am I really just going to like do this because everybody else is doing this and it's going to make my kids feel like you can just go down that slippery slope so fast. Yeah. And I said, no, when we stayed at the other hotel and they moped about it, but you know, it's just, I think setting those boundaries and setting like this is what I care about and this is what I'm going to go for. Your kids are going to eventually respect that and know that like you have, you're doing something like you care about something and you have kind of your way of doing it. This might be very like a, a business approach applied to your family life, but you talked about values and stuff. And mm -hmm. recently we had done um, like values or mission statement for Compass Rose. Mm -hmm. It's been such a nice, like, guiding um, document, I guess, for us to, like, yeah. are we going to go in this direction? Does it match this? Whatever. And I almost want to do that. Um, I mean, Jordan and I should probably do it now. But um, yeah. pre-kids or when I get pregnant, like, to have a core value documented kind of so we're all on the same page and then yeah when those decisions come up be like nope we are wanting quality over quantity or this is blah blah whatever but like just going back to that because I know how much it's helped for <laughs> the business. No, I, I think that's an awesome idea and I think it could definitely help um families like we talked about in our family like week two of quarantine 
mm-hmm. when everybody was kind of in a funk and nobody was really accomplishing much. I'm like, can we sit down as a family and set some quarantine goals? Like sure. we have all this time, like, what can we do? What do we want to, what's like something stupid you want to work on? Like, do you want to learn to play the ukulele? Then let's like set a goal. Yeah. Let's commit to it. Um, so we have done that a little bit, but I think just a mission statement for your family is an awesome idea. Just kind of deciding what your priorities are and really like being able to constantly look back to that when you're faced with hard decisions, like getting phones for 10 year olds or, you know, I mean, there's so many hard times and it's really easy to get swayed in that moment, especially like when we talked about when you feel like you maybe aren't doing the best as a mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, and to even display that mission statement, um, sometimes, like, I don't know, maybe Compass Rose could make a, a sign you can hang in your house or something. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, the, those, like, house rules kind of signs, but, like, what yeah. are your, like, this is what my family stands for. Yep, um, exactly. That'd be really cool. So, what's, like, the first thing you guys are going to do once quarantine is lifted? Oh God, I don't know. We're going to probably just go outside and scream um, and eat at every restaurant. Yes. I'm not like the second I cannot cook anymore. Like the restaurants better be ready for me Yeah. because I'm going to go and eat all the things that I don't make at home. Like I don't like to fry stuff at home because the smell in my house. Yeah. I mean, like bring on the fried food, um, bring on the malls. Mm-hmm. We may go shopping. Yes, and just walking around in stores. I miss that. Like, oh my gosh, I know. Um, go visit some friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe have like a slumber party. I don't know, like all the things. Yeah, all, friends, all, all of it, all at once. Like the first weekend is gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like I want to like go to Las Vegas where I can do all the things at one time. Like <laughs> be around a lot of people, go in a pool, eat at restaurants. Yeah. Play slot machines. Like, all the things I can't do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too funny. Well, this was so awesome to kind of catch up and tap into um, what motherhood looks like. Yeah. And during quarantine, um, I can't wait to hear about Taylor's birthday coming up. Yeah, it should be exciting. Kelly's going to do a blog post for us, so um, you'll be able to read all about how to plan a party um, during quarantine. It's been fun and sort of sad to see all the birthdays that are coming and going, but um, yeah, any quick advice before we head out? Just follow your arrow and try to stay happy and do whatever you can to just keep positive attitude because I guarantee when this time's up, you're not going to regret how much time you spent with your family. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so awesome. Well, thank you, Kelly. And we will be talking to you soon. Okay. Bye. Her North is a community in which we are building to share our stories, learn from one another and build each other up. Catch us next time on Her North Podcast. And thanks for listening.